Wretched Radio begins in three, two, one. I mean, I don't know if there is or not. I don't know. I, I never thought about it. You know, maybe I'm off, but I don't know. Nothing comes to the forefront of my mind. You don't call them sinners. I, I never thought about it, but I probably don't. Give us some men who know the truth and who will declare the truth and who will declare from the housetops that the gospel is the power of God and the salvation. It's time for Wretched Radio with Todd Frio. Here we are at Georgia Tech. It's a glorious day. Going to do what we always do, and hopefully along the way you will be encouraged to do the same thing, and that is find yourself a fishing hole. Find yourself a ministry. And I would even dare to say maybe it doesn't even need to be this overt, if you will, Walking out and talking to strangers. Okay, I understand you're not ready for that, but figure out what you are ready for. By the way, um, I got, I, I'm not ready for it either, just so you know. If, if you think that walking out here and doing this is like, well, Friel just seems to be able to do it, no problem. It's, it is a problem. It's hard. I mean, it's hard. I mean, you just don't know what you're going to run into or who you're going to run into. And it's and you can get shut down. And isn't it amazing? How many times have I been shut down? Plenty. And yet, it's still, there's something about it that just makes you kind of, which is why I think Paul, on at least two occasions that I can think of in his epistles, which means I can't remember which book it is, asked for courage so that he would speak as he ought. It was scary for him sometimes to do it. I mean, way more scary for him than for us. We typically don't get beat up, shipwrecked, stoned to death like he did. So he had a whole lot more to lose than than we do, frankly, because at least so far in this country, we can get away with this. But he needed courage to do that. Timothy needed courage to do that. I, I, honestly, I think Second Timothy, that pretty much was the major theme there, writing to that young man because he was lacking some courage. He was young and he was scared of what was going to happen to him if he preached the gospel. And so Paul had to write to that young man to encourage him. So here's what you got. You've got Timothy, who was scared, who needed encouraging, and Paul, who it would appear was scared, and he too needed prayers for encouragement. So you've got one scared guy encouraging another scared guy. That's why we've got to do that for each other. We've got to encourage each other. And I would also suggest sometimes going out in twos is a very good thing. Because when you're... Sometimes a little shove is all you need. And the other person can provide that for you. So find your fishing hole. doesn't need to be Georgia Tech, but maybe it's your Starbucks. Or it is your local IHOP. Or whatever. In fact, maybe you just want to start with one person. So right now, think about your town. What's the scenario? What's the setup? Where could you go so that you could witness to just one? And maybe it even gets spread out over a month. Start there. And that is a great start. You don't need to start doing my thing. You need to start doing your thing. Wow. I, there must be a lot of visitors coming to the campus or on the campus. I think I've witnessed that kid, too. Huh, how's about that? Because there's a lot of stuff. There's a lot of chalk art going on. That's Maybe it's because the rain is finally... Uh, do, did you like the chalkings? Check out our other events on campus and off camps. And then they give the website. Well, what is going... And then 
There's a big bumblebee. They've got chalk art all over, and there must be something going on for some reason. All righty, so here we are at Georgia Tech. Hopefully, you'll find your place to go, and you'll get doing something. Okay, let's see if we can... All right, here's... here's, 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 here's I'm, I'm sorry, what I liked... Um, what? You know what? If you'll tell me that on the radio, what do you want me to donate to? African refugees? Well, African refugees meaning we are our, well, one of our team teammates, club mates, actually opened up a. Um, we went to Kenya to volunteer, and he was working with them, providing them, giving them some aid and stuff like that, okay. and realized that aid's not enough. So he started to. Uh, he opened up a sustainability project where he's trying to open up a mill in that refugee camp in, Af- in Kenya mm-hmm. and basically we are um, collecting donations to you know help provide to build that mill and um, help them be uh, sustainable sure that makes a lot of sense so instead of just giving a handout you give a handout right um, sure yeah but, I mean a little cliche but it kind of works huh okay right yeah because if you just give somebody money it doesn't help him get to work and stuff. Um, well, he just asked me, and you got one in Brazil going on too. Okay, I'll, I'll think about giving if you can answer a question sure. for me. Ready? Why should I care right. about those people in Kenya? I can answer that. Oh, you're going to answer it? Yeah, I started the project. So oh, you started it? Oh, yeah, good for yeah, you. I okay, in, uh, okay. tell me, why should I care? Okay, well, the people in, in the U.S., we have opportunity that we can, you know, if, if there's a certain desire that we have to to pursue a dream, an educational dream, let's say, coming to school, college or high school, in Kenya, okay, they are in impoverished conditions where they cannot just actively pursue any of our dreams, let's say. And so they're, they are running for the life um, after the 2007, 2008, 2008 election violence that occurred that formed these camps that we are raising money for. And so, you know, they're worried about they were worried about you know losing their life because they're in the opposite tribe, so they can't pursue you know the things that okay, we don't have. Okay, all good stuff. I want I want you to back up for me though. This okay. is kind of a philosophical question. Okay, all that's good. We see other human beings suffering. They don't have any opportunities. We'd like to see them have those chances so that they can have a better quality of life. Yeah, and we care, but why? Why? Why should I care about those people? I think, I think we have a responsibility as members of, of this world. That um, just as we have a responsibility um, as you know our, our family or friends or anything like that, when we see them struggling, you know, in, in horrible how, conditions. How come? Why do I have a responsibility to a complete stranger five thousand miles away from me? Um, well, I think as people of this universe, I, I think we should help each other. And when someone else is down and you know in a worse off position than you, that you've been given such great opportunity, I think it's great to give back to others who may not have had that opportunity. Okay, I'm an evolutionist. Okay, Here, here's how I see it. Okay. Bummer for them. They're going to they're gonna struggle, but this is about survival of the fittest anyway, so I'm fit. I don't care about them. What would you say to that? I would say that, you know, you're on your own there. I mean, if... Meaning? And, I mean, if you don't care about other people who you just care about yourself, well, there's nothing I can tell you um, to, you know want to do anything up for them um, because you're, is, there your something, is, is there something wrong with my logic um, as an evolutionist somebody who believes in natural selection survival of the fittest isn't it consistent of me to say I don't care about anybody but me I think the basis oh wait hold on hold on Ponder that. I'm sorry. Go ahead, young man. Oh, the basis of natural selection is a... Wow, do your teeth annoy me. They are so white and perfect. Uh, How do you make really? that happen? No, I, 
Honestly, that's annoying. So. They're like a spotlight. Honestly. No, I mean. Well, well done. Okay, go ahead, dude. So what's what's the what's the so what's well? The I mean, since here? you're talking about natural selection, natural selection is uh, selection that occurs due to maybe genetics, you know, and it's it happens on a level that is uncontrollable. You're right, and but the fact is, when it comes to natural selection in terms of human population dynamics, they're not they're not being we're not doing any form of selection when we just allow them to exist like that if selection is already ongoing and regardless of um what in what condition they are you know the differences between us is already evident and the fact is uh just because we believe in natural selection doesn't mean we can use that as an excuse to uh not why not well, okay, for instance, right. you said it's the selection has been made. Right. Okay, the selection's been made. Well, selection's already occurring, not okay. been made. Okay, okay. okay. so, but, all right, so... And it's in terms of genetics, chance. not about, you know, not well, in it's terms also position. of... There they are. Okay, sure, yeah. They've got less... Why do I care? Why should I monkey around with natural selection? Well, you're not monkeying around with natural selection. I mean, what I'm trying to point out is that by helping them out, you're not changing anything about natural selection. You're sure just, I am. you know, you're just allowing them to exist in a world that will allow them, you know, to I'm survive. Actually, I'm actually helping them compete against me. I want to make sure I can. But survive. you said it yourself, sir, that they are five thousand miles away. They have no chance of competing against you. Sure and they do. Even if they come, even economy. if we help them out, yeah. So exactly, that's the reason why we help them because it's that global economy that we want to. Not, you know, not make them not just compete with us, but help them sustain. Because at this point, they're not at a level that they will be ready to compete with us. They don't have food. They don't have clothes. They don't have areas to live in. And what we're trying to do is not make them, you know, not. So you want you me know. to be compassionate? Well, yeah. Basically, that's that's our project, and yeah. and um, that is one of the essential points that we. So what that, I, what one I of the think what I've things. heard you say is sure. I should be compassionate because if I help somebody five thousand miles away. Uh-huh. It might affect the global economy and, a, and affect me in a positive way. Well, what I meant to say yeah, was that, no, no, yeah, no, that's true. That's that's very true. It could it could happen. Um, yeah. So it, just a, so I'm sort of playing kind of a an international gamble. Give a little something to them, and maybe they'll come back to me, and somebody will be nice to me someday. Could happen. All I right. mean, you could have cheaper products that promoting agriculture or different industries right. in these African countries. So for selfish reasons, I should help. You could for that. All right. Okay. I mean, indirectly, you know, uh, you know, promoting business and you know what we're doing is you know helping other people. Um, the Vermilion Mill Project is helping people uh, get back to. Right. Every because we got we got to school. Tell everybody. Do you have a website? Here it is, right here. Yeah. Geosites.com slash. Uh, don't worry about it. It's uh, gtsmrc.com. GTSMRC.com. Right. All right, people can look it up if they want to. Gentlemen, I appreciate the chat. Thank you very much. All right? All righty. There you go. I should be compassionate because I'm selfish. Uh Uh-huh. That's moralism right there. And without Christianity, without responding to God's kindness to us, I have no reason but selfishness to get involved in any program like that. Whether it's PBS, whether it's a cancer drive, whether it's feeding the hungry, it's mere moralism. It's Witness Wednesday, and this is Wretched Radio. 
Like the Pointer Sisters, I am so excited and I just can't hide it. The Masters Academy International is embarking on a bold new program to distribute Bibles internationally. There are oh so many wretched people who love to give to ministries who are giving out Bibles and the Masters Academy International is going to start doing just that in the Philippines, but they don't want to give out just any Bible to just anybody. They're going to give away John MacArthur Study Bibles to Christians who cannot afford them in a local Bible teaching church. Can you imagine the impact? How much do you love your MacArthur Study Bible? For $25, you could put a Bible into the hands of a believer in the Philippines. I'll do the math. It's not tricky. Four Bibles, $100. Maybe you could commit to giving a Bible a month to a believer in the Philippines. Please visit wretched.org slash Bible, wretched.org slash Bible to join the Masters Academy International. Americans saved an average of 24% during Black Friday 2021, except those who shopped at Wretched.org because they saved 50%. And this year, we're going to be better than average again. During the 2022 Wretched Black Friday sale, you're going to save 50% again on Wretched products. Plus, yep, there's a plus. If you spend $50 or more, you'll get free shipping and a copy of Transformed Season 1. While supplies last, of course. Oh, and this sale isn't just for Black Friday. It just kicks off on Black Friday and will last through year's end. So I probably should not call it a Black Friday sale. What about the wretched better than average sale or the wretched 50-50 sale? However you want to label it, just know you're going to save more money than the average American and get some free stuff too. Don't miss out. It's kicking off on Black Friday in the Wretched Store and Wretched.org. That's Wretched.org. The war for life is not over. The war for life has just begun. Dan Steiner from Preborn.org slash Wretched. Our partner clinic in um, Buffalo, New York, is firebombed. A clinic in Longmont, Colorado, also was burned. And so this is the essence of who we are as Christians. We war not against flesh and blood. The implication is that we are, in fact, at war, and we are. The war for life rages on state by state, city by city, block by block, woman by woman. Would you please consider supporting preborn.org slash wretched, providing free ultrasound, providing counseling, providing parental training, providing Similac, providing clothes, providing diapers, and offering them the good news of the gospel. We are at war for life. Please consider supporting preborn.org slash wretched. Hermeneutics. A vital part of biblical hermeneutics is an understanding of genre. One genre we find in scripture is poetry. Poetry relies on imaginative and figurative language to expand on a theme, examine emotions, and reflect on who God is and what he has done. God's timeless truth is written down by biographers and artists alike. This is Wretched Radio with Todd Friel. This is Wretched Radio. It's Witness Wednesday at the campus of Georgia Tech. Kids everywhere, and I'm wondering, I don't know the statistic, I'm not George Barna. I wonder how many kids thanked God today for their education. I wonder, as I walk by the student union here, I wonder how many of the kids who are noshing down on a sandwich or a salad with special green nuts. Everything is green these days. Oh, you got to hear this. You'll love this. 
We're driving in, doing the carpool, listening to NPR. And they're doing their little fundy-thon still, still asking for money, although I thought they were supported by you and me already anyway. At any rate, the announcer said, And don't forget, you can now give green by giving online. Yeah, that's green, all right, because... Making those computers in Silicon Valley, I'm sure that's completely green, not to mention the electricity that it takes. I'm sure it's completely green giving online. Oh, what a deceptive movement the green movement is, isn't it? We are here at Georgia Tech, going to talk to the kids and witness to the kids. And, incidentally, if you would listen to that, that little chat that we had with those two guys who are trying to raise money to help people out in Africa... Which I think is a wonderful thing, but I think it's a wonderful thing only if you're a Christian. Because without a transcendent purpose, in a response to a gracious God, giving to somebody in Africa is anti-natural selection. It's anti-evolutionary. It is not in my benefit at all. I should be saving up my shekels, hoarding them. In fact, frankly, if they would die, that would be better for me if I were an atheist. But these people, by simply being out here doing good works anytime there's an atheist organization doing something good, assuming, of course, they're not just in it for the cash and they're devious, anytime that a non-Christian organization is doing something, they have, first of all, no reason that they can give to people to give. Second of all, they have simply become a moralistic outfit. All they're doing is, is telling you you should do this or pulling on your heartstrings to do this, and they've got no reason for us to do that without Christianity. Once again, the only worldview that makes sense completely when you try to put all of your philosophies together is Christianity. All right, enough of that. I'm here at Georgia Tech. So I'm going to walk up to a guy who appears to be eating a slice of pizza. Now, I am not sure that he bowed his head and said a prayer, giving thanks to God. How, how patient is God? All of the classes are on here that are being taken. Wait a second, I'm going to get sidetracked. All the classes are on here that are being taken. Does anybody say thanks for the food? Oh, the patience he has and had with me. Hey, young man, you look like you're having kind of a lazy stroll. Can I talk to you on the radio on your way to wherever you're going? Sure. Cool. What's your first name? Uh, Kevin. Kevin, it's nice to meet you. What are you me studying too. here at Georgia Tech? Uh, management. Management. Who yep. do you want to manage? Uh, uh, kind of, well, it's not so much management, but more like finance is what I got a concentration in, so something in finance. So you, you're a, you're a numbers cruncher. Uh, yeah, I guess I kind of like to kind of like look at like the market and stuff. Not so much the analytics part of it, I guess. You want to be an investor? Yes. Huh? Yeah. So you're a capitalist, is what you are? Yeah. Really? Where do you that. where do you get that worldview? Uh, I don't know. I guess kind of just you work hard and think make it's more better money. than socialism. Yes. How come? Uh, well, I, you know, if you if you work hard and you know make your as much money as you can, and you get to keep it. Yeah. What do you want to do with that money when you make it? What are you going to do with it? What's the Kevin plan? Uh, I don't know. Just keep making more and... For what end? For what end? I don't know. Just enjoy life? Yeah, have you're, a good life. and You're an I've Epicurean then. I mean, if I've got extra, you know, you can give it, you know, charities and give it to other people who need it. What charity would you give it to? Uh, I don't really have one in mind, I guess. One comes along, that's good. Okay, do you see that, that group right there? They're, they're trying to start up wells in Africa and Brazil okay. and do nice things like yeah. that. Oh, yeah. right? And I asked them like the that. same question. I'll ask you that question. Why, why would you care about people, and why would you want to give some of your hard-earned money away to people you don't know? Well, I mean, if they're struggling and they 
can't make money for themselves. And yeah. if I'm in the position to where I can help them, I would want to help them. I wouldn't want to... Even I mean, just because I don't know them doesn't mean I want to not help yeah, but, them. Or, but, but why do you want to help them? Where does that that altruistic, compassionate feeling come from? I don't know. I guess maybe just the, the way I was raised, just trying. How were you raised? Uh, help people if you can. Yeah. Why? Were you a religious home? Yeah. 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 yeah I was grew up a Catholic. A Catholics. Are you Catholic today? Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm still Catholic. I mean, I don't go to church as much as I should, but how, sh- how much? You know, how still, much should you go to church? I still, yeah, you're supposed to go. You know, they say you go every Sunday, and so you know, I don't get there as much as I should. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe you know, still pray and still follow the uh, the general guidelines, I guess. The Ten Commandments. Yeah, try to. Yeah, how are you doing? I'm all right. Really? Yeah. Have you told any lies this week? Yeah, probably. Uh oh. Uh, well, you can always go to confession. So. All right, hold on. Before we get to confession, <laughs> okay. So you've told lies this week. Have you stolen anything this week? No, I don't think I've stolen anything. Has God been first in your life all week? Uh, not so not. much. Probably not. All right, get ready. This is going to get a little trickier. How's the adultery doing? Oh, uh, that's good. Looking with lust? Ah, uh, well. All right. No purse. <laughs> any murder? <laughs> no, I haven't murdered anybody. Have you that been angry at anybody? Uh, yeah, I'm sure I've been probably. Up at one point today or yeah. this week, just today. Uh, not today. I was just. But it's early today, so there's time to <laughs> yeah. get angry. Okay. So, dude, you've broken all the commandments that I mentioned. You're not doing good at all. Ah, oh, I mean, I guess, I guess not. If you look at it like that. Uh huh. How should I look at it? I guess you're looking at it good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I feel like I all right, guess I'm all right, now, skewed a little bit. Okay. So, so as a Catholic, you're breaking all those commandments. What's so? If you died, what's going to happen to you? How is God going to judge Kevin? I hope kindly. Yeah? Nicely. Yeah? What do you think he should do? If you've broken all the laws just today, even the murder business... Hopefully, I mean, he won't be... They're not too big a deal, or it's not, like, terrible. I haven't mm-hmm. murdered anybody, so... Okay, right now, we're walking up these stairs. You trip, you hit your head against the concrete, you're done. You're dead. What do you think? Heaven or hell for you, Kevin? Well, hopefully not hell. Hopefully he can, uh... Let me repent and, I guess, what is it, purgatory? Uh-huh. Let's say there is no purgatory. It's heaven or hell. It's an either ordeal. Good place, bad place. Reward, punishment. Reward. You think so? Yeah, hopefully. What radio right. station is this for? <laughs> <laughs> Suddenly this got a little bit more intense, didn't it? <laughs> yeah. It's called Wretched Radio. Ah, uh, okay. Ah. Why do you say ah? Oh, it's Wretched Radio, I guess it's kind of... Telling? Yeah. Do you think you're wretched? From your point of view, probably. No, no, no. Not my point. I'm not your judge. I'm not trying to judge you. No, no. From from the Bible point of view, what do you think? Uh, well, I mean, I guess you got two... I guess I've started thinking about, though, you got two ways of looking at the Bible where the, you got the literal, where a lot of people look at it literally, and other people, I guess, try and use it as the whole parables that Jesus used. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if you look at it literally, it's pretty rough. Meaning, Where, uh, like you were saying, you know, if you uh, when you're saying you steal anything or you angry at somebody, blah blah blah, right. all that stuff. I mean, it's pretty intense. Yeah, it is, especially like the lusting, the thought yeah. life. Yeah, yeah. What's yeah. going on behind closed doors? Yeah, it's intense. You're right. I agree oh, yeah. with you. So, if God is a just judge and He does it by the letter, you die. What should He do with you? I guess if you're if it literally like the old school testament, I guess you're going to hell. Yeah. 
But hopefully, not hopefully, you know, they say that he's forgiving and he loves everybody, so... Okay, with, I'm I'm, I'm going to be a little sarcastic here, so hang in there with me, okay? okay. We should probably get in that. Yeah, yeah. So we don't we don't get killed, <laughs> yeah, especially in the middle of this conversation. It's, going, it's not yeah. good at all. No. Okay. Here's here's I'm going to be sarcastic, so don't get mad at me. Okay. Oh, no, no, no. Here's no, here's no. what I think you just said, Kevin. I think you just said that you really like Jello pudding, especially the chocolate with the vanilla mixed in. Not so much the tapioca pudding. That's what I think you just said. Okay. Because I don't take you literally. Okay. You're going. What are you What are you talking about? You understood exactly what I was saying to you, pal, because mm-hmm. that's what I meant to say. Same thing is true with the Bible. Yeah. It just says what it says, and that's the way we understand it. Just like you and I are talking, and we understand what we're talking about, you can't take statements in the Bible, like God being the just judge of all the world, and say, well, it doesn't really mean that, because it just does. Mm-hmm. It's just straightforward. This is what God thinks. All right, so Kevin, tell me. I don't know. When was the last time you went to, like, an Easter service? Last Easter. Last Easter. That okay. One, I mean, the, yeah. Whenever I'm with my family, usually I end up going to church. Sure. Okay, let me ask you, when was the last time you read your Bible by yourself? High school. Wow. Yeah, probably. And how many years have you been here at Georgia Tech? Four. So yeah, it's been four. four years since you've read the Bible? Really? Probably, yeah. Okay, again, I'm not your judge. Oh, yeah. But if I were, if I were just looking at that and going, a guy who says that he's a Christian... Hasn't read his manual for four years? Wow. I'd be, uh, I'd be dubious. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, definitely. Yeah. If I asked you, is God the number one affection in your life, how would you answer? Right now, I mean, I wouldn't want to say, but I'd probably just say no. No. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm not going to lie about it, so. No. Yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah. All right, dude. Sit tight for it. Where I mean, are you? I, I, how far I, I, you? Eventually, I would eventually like to get to the back to the point where he, he would be. Um, but I guess I'm kind of busy, stumbling, busy, yeah. getting involved in stuff. All right, how far are you walking? Um, pretty much here. Right? All right, hold on one second. We'll finish this up, but I got to okay. do a, the commercial deal. All right, we'll be back in just a second with Kevin. We are. Oh wow, we're at the stadium. Is that where we're going? Yes. Are you an athlete? Yes. What do you do? Uh, football. You're. What position do you play? I'm a punter. You're a punter? Yeah. Because, dude, I think I I might have more meat on my bones than you. (laughs) All right. Back in a moment on Wretched Radio. This is Wretched Radio, and I'm Jimmy Hicks. Well, the Emperor of Canada, Justin Trudeau, said in a speech at the B20 Summit in Indonesia last week. While always ensuring and defending free speech, we must make it clear that it cannot be okay to bully and attack people online. I don't think he understands the definition of free speech. No, it's not okay to bully and attack people at any point. But free speech is free speech. No one ever said there wouldn't be consequences for your speech, but it's still free. A slate of pro-family school board candidates in South Carolina were sworn in last week and reportedly wasted no time putting radical racial and sexual content on the chopping block. Within hours after the board members were sworn in, they voted to eliminate critical race theory curriculum, launched a committee to oversee books and materials in order to slash sexually explicit content, and they fired the district's superintendent and lawyer. Well, good for them, and hopefully that trend extends 
to the rest of the country. And it couldn't come quick enough for a school district in Oregon where a teacher at a high school treated her white students to a litany of insults that called them predator, privileged, school shooter, and of course, racist. And when parents objected to the lesson, the school superintendent, without saying it of course, said that he supported the attack and noted that nothing would be done to the teacher. Reportedly, the angry racist attack by the teacher was on a whiteboard that contained two lists, one for white girls and one for white boys. The list offered 21 pejoratives to describe the white kids in a community that is more than 90% white. Among the terms describing white girls were blonde, bad drivers, think they're unique, not intelligent, and stuck up. The terms for white boys, of course, as I said, school shooter, no respect for anyone, privileged, dumb, do poorly in school, gym rats, and predators. Yeah, let's hope what happened in South Carolina can make it to this Oregon school district quickly. Well, view host Sonny Hostin is back in the headlines in the wake of Saturday night school shooting at a gay nightclub in Colorado Springs. Hostin took it upon herself to go on the program and, well, blaspheme Jesus. They hide behind religion because I said this on this show once before. Jesus would be the grand marshal at the pride parade. I'm pretty sure she's never read the Bible and has no clue who Jesus is because, no, he would not be the grand marshal at a gay pride parade. Are they ever going to take this show off TV? More Wretched Radio is straight ahead. I'm Jimmy Hicks. Know your church fathers. Gregory of Nyssa was an opponent of Arianism at the Council of Constantinople in 381. He wrote a book called Not Three Gods, explaining that there is one God in three persons. Each member of the Trinity is fully God with all the divine attributes, yet each member of the Trinity is a distinct person. This is Wretched Radio with Todd Friel. We are, where is this, dude? Callaway Plaza? Yes. Is that the big yeah. football stadium? How many does this yeah. bad boy seat? Uh, I think the attendance is like 50, 55. And you've played in there? Yeah. Yeah, baby. Yeah. All right, we're at Georgia Tech. We're in front of the football stadium. I'm talking to Kevin. Turns out you're the punter, right, dude? Mm-hmm. All right, before we get back to our you're going to hell conversation, I'm guessing as a punter, all right, you've got your primary job of making sure the ball gets to the right place, right? Mm-hmm. What's your secondary job? Uh, you have one? Kick, covering it, to help him down, make a tackle. So you you are responsible to still chase after the guy, right? Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Have you ever been hurt? No. Really? Okay. How flexible are you? Pretty flexible. So you like your head over your, your foot over your head type yeah. of flexible, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. What's the number one injury for a punter? Uh, probably like a hip or a groin. You'd pull something pull. out of whack. Yeah, or your hamstring. Do you think you're going to be a pro? No, probably not. No? No. How far can you kick it? Uh, 45, 50 yards. Really? Mm-hmm. That's about 45 or 50 yards further than I can. Yeah. All right, one tip for every kid who's listening who wants to punt the ball further. What's uh, the tip? Focus on your drop. I don't know it's what that your, means. It's all about your, they'll know. It's all about your drop. Just got to get your drop flat. and Get your drop flat, which is yeah. when you release the ball from your hand to your foot. Yeah. And you kick it on the outside of your foot, don't you? Yes. Well, it's not so much the outside. It kind of comes across. The ball ends up laying across your foot. It's kind of like the ball is diagonal when you drop it. So. All right. I don't know what that means, but I'll trust you. Yeah. And that's going to help them. It's mm-hmm. all in the drop. It's all in the drop. But so is, isn't it also thing. in like the weight moving forward? Isn't that the important part? 
Uh, when you kind of you're moving forward, but then when you're kind of kicking and kind of transferring, you go up as opposed to going forward. Helps the ball arc up. That's more important. Okay, so not to get all mathematical, but between up and in, what's the like? What's the angle that you're going for? Ooh, I don't know. People get real technical with angles and stuff like that. I I don't really. Because in tennis, they say, they say the forty-five degree angles where you get your best. Because uh, it's the weight that helps the it a lot. Of it. Right? Isn't it the? Is it more the weight or your leg strength that gets the ball down the field? Legs. I say leg speed. How fast your legs moving? Really? Mm-hmm. Alrighty. Okay. Cool. Very cool. Thanks for the lesson. Yeah, no All right, problem. dude. So back to the back to the dealy, Bob, mm-hmm. and your your situation, just like everybody else's who's broken the laws. If we died, and God judged us, and He gave us what we deserved, we'd be in real hot water. Probably. Right? Probably. Yeah. Okay. So tell me, what did God do so you don't have to go to hell? Died on the cross. Sent us down here. That's huge. That's huge. That's the answer right there. Mm-hmm. That's the that's the solution to our problem. We aren't reconciled to God, and so that God could satisfy His wrath and His justice, He poured it out on His Son. Mm-hmm. Your badness put on His innocent Son, and then His goodness can be given to you, so that you can be judged by God as being perfect, not because you are, but because Jesus was perfect on your behalf. Mm-hmm. That's the gospel. The yeah. good news of the gospel, right? Mm-hmm. Do you believe yeah. that? Yeah, sure. Okay, so here's the question, and this is the biggie. And you're how old? 22? Yeah, 22, 20, 23. 22, 23. This is the biggie, because you're at that stage in life, you're a young man and you're figuring this stuff out, and how do you go from believing what your parents taught you to believe and going to church and just going through the rituals and actually believing it and why you should believe it? Mm-hmm. How do you become a Christian? Okay, so if... If Jesus died so that you can have forgiveness and be reconciled to an angry God who loves you, what do you need to do in response to the good news of the gospel? Do you know? This is important. Mm, I don't know. What? Have you ever heard the word repent? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What does it mean, Kevin? Uh, sorry for your sins. Yeah? That's a big part of it. And turning from your sins. Right. Yeah. Right? So turning from them. Not that you become perfect because we don't, mm-hmm. but you have a new attitude. You turn from your sins. You're sorry for your sins. You go the opposite direction from your sins, and you put your trust in Jesus Christ. It's not just acknowledging all this stuff, but actually trusting him like you trust a parachute. If you had to jump out of an airplane, it's not enough to just say, well, I believe in the parachute. you got to put it on. The Bible says you need to put on the Lord Jesus Christ and you'll be saved. It's more than just assent or sort of an effort when you're ready for it or convenient. Humbling yourself, turning from your sins, telling God you're sorry and putting your trust in Jesus. The Bible says if you do that, all of your sins, past, present, and future, completely forgiven, gone. Adopted as a son of God and he brings you to heaven not because you've been more good than bad, but because you've been really, really bad, but forgiven by a really good God because of what Jesus did. Mm-hmm. It's repentance and faith. Right. Jesus called it being born again. Mm-hmm. Have you been born again? No, I guess not. So Jesus said, unless a man is born again, he will not see the kingdom of God. Mm-hmm. So if you're not born again, you won't see the kingdom of God. Okay. Yeah. Makes sense. Dude, I know you're going to football practice, (laughs) but maybe something to think about today. Oh, yeah. Definitely. 
and by the way, just so you know, it's it's not about confessing your sins to a man in a box, okay? Jesus died so you could talk to God directly, yourself. Yeah. You can get down on your knees before God and tell him you're sorry yourself. And turn from your sins and put your trust in him. He will hear you if you call out to him with a humble heart. No excuses. Coming clean, saying you're sorry, and putting your trust in his son. And Kevin, the difference is you'll want to read his word. It'll be a it'll, Here's what will happen. You'll either maybe maybe have some sort of religious experience, and you probably will sometime in your life. Mm-hmm. You'll go to a crusade, or you'll hear something on the radio, or some sermon. But if you don't start acting differently, not to earn your way to heaven, but because God has changed you, then all you probably had was a religious experience. Your friends right. were, are going to go, what's gotten into you, dude? You're different. Your priorities are different. What changed? What happened? That'll be a sign, and your affections will change. It's not just keeping rules because you're scared of God, but your affections will. You'll actually love God and love His Word. That's what happens when you get saved. So, dude, if it hasn't happened, repentance and faith. What do you think about it? Yeah. All right. You got a Bible? Yes, I do. All right. All right, before you scoop, what are you thinking right now? you got a good poker face. What are you thinking? Uh, it's just heavy, intense stuff. But it is. It's good something to think about. Yeah. See where it goes. But remember, though, this is I'm not trying to be a heavy. This is actually good news. Oh, yeah. God's going to get you, mm-hmm. but he'll save you if you humble yourself. So it's right. good news. All the other religions say work like crazy and maybe you'll get rewarded. This one says... You've just completely blown it. But I'm a good God, and I'll save you. And I proved it by dying on, dying on a cross for you so that you might be reconciled to God. He saves man. We don't save ourselves. Roman Catholicism teaches you kind of got to save yourself. you got to work really hard, not commit any really big sins, and get last rites before you die. The Bible says repent and trust the Savior, and he'll save you. And he'll make you his creature, and he'll grow you and make you different so that he gets all the credit for saving you, mm-hmm. not you. Hey, Thanks yeah, for being a gentleman. Me, no hey, problem. thanks for not kicking me. <laughs> yeah. All right, dude. Sure. All right, what's one. your what's your number? Maybe we'll be watching on you t- on TV. Do you play regularly? No, I don't play regularly actually. So. But you get in once in a while. Uh, we'll see. Maybe you know. What's your you number? Know. Uh, sixty nine. Sixty nine, dude. All right, man. All right. Go get him. Thanks. See you, Kevin. Hey, what radio station is that? It's on? Wretched Radio, dude. If you go, if you go to just Google the word Wretched or Wretched Radio or mm-hmm. Wretched TV, you'll find us. Oh, so it's not like, does it broadcast on the radio? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. On stations around the country. Okay. We stream it. You can find the whole deal. Oh, okay, cool. All right, right. man? Yeah, All right. Well, have a good one. See you. Goodbye, Kevin. Once again, this is, this is, this is, this is one of those deals where you witness to somebody and, you know, he's, he's a nice young man. And he's never really heard the gospel before. And you can see in his face, he's just, frankly, drinking it in like water. How much is he grasping? I don't know. God will deal with him. I don't know what's going on. But I got to tell you, when you finish something like that, you just, frankly, all you want to do is pray for him. And, and just to let you know, too, isn't it funny? <laughs> we were talking about this and that, and then all of a sudden, in the conversation, started getting into this whole hell business. Uh, what radio station is this exactly? And that's good, and that's okay, and that's going to happen in a witness encounter. You can count on that happening, where it maybe starts to get just a little bit on the heavy side, and you might have somebody bail on you. Now, Kevin didn't. He was a gentleman. He he gave me some time. 
but you might just have somebody jump away from you and go, you know what, I'm done with this. Did, was it last week or the week before that that happened? The kid was like, I see where this is going, dude, and I want none of it. You know, I just realized why I wasn't panting on that walk with Kevin. We were going downhill. <laughs> we're going uphill right now. I would like to beg you, if you've never... Uh, this isn't the primary reason that we do this or anybody that we, that we witness to so that we can get a buzz out of it or that we can get a joy out of it. But I got to tell you something. You can go to a witness encounter, dragging your heels, and when you're done, you can be clicking your feet. No, wait a second. How does that go? You can be dragging your feet to the witness. Mm, I, could, I could never be a modern-day evangelical pastor. I can't sling my cliches. You go dragging your feet, and sometimes you come back just clicking your heels. Witnessing to that young man, completely a joy, as he was drinking it in, perhaps for the first time. So find yourself a place where you can do this. It's Witness Wednesday at Georgia Tech on Wretched Radio. 200. That's right. 200 Tomorrow Clubs are now up and running again in Ukraine. That means kids are hearing the gospel. They're getting saved. Their parents are getting saved. The church is getting strengthened. Not only are the Tomorrow Clubs busy preaching the gospel, they're also very busy helping people. This is our buddy Max in Ukraine. We have created the Ukraine Support Fund. Thanks to our partners, Tomorrow Clubs began immediate assistance to the network of the local church. It became a safe place for thousands of refugees fleeing their devastated homes. Providing food, providing clothing, potable water, a safe place, communication. Would you please consider becoming a ministry partner of the amazing ministry called Tomorrow Clubs? You can learn how you could participate in the spreading of the gospel in Eastern Europe at tomorrowclubs.org slash wretched. Hey, thank you so much for joining us here on Wretched Radio today. And boy, do I have some good news for you. You did it. You solved the God Puzzle. Our goal was to print one million copies of Solving the God Puzzle and send them to wretched people who were willing to distribute them to the lost. And thanks to you, that goal has been met. Please join us in praising God for His goodness and pray that He will use our joint efforts to save many. And this obviously could not be done without you and without our gospel partners. Of course, if you're also a gospel partner, we want to thank you humbly from the bottom of our hearts. If you're not a gospel partner yet, would you please begin praying about it? You can also visit wretched.org donate to get answers to all of the questions you could possibly ever have on becoming a wretched gospel partner. Wretched, amazing grace, amazing gospel. How's inflation been treating you if costs for health insurance are skyrocketing in your home? Would you please visit MediShare.com slash Wretched. Affordable, biblical, health sharing, Christians paying for other Christians' medical bills, which means you don't have to worry where the money is going for bad stuff. Second of all, you can save on average $500 per month. And finally, MediShare, it's the gold standard for healthcare sharing for more than 25 years. It works, and the members, including myself and Mrs. Friel, 
Love it, which is why their customer satisfaction rate is double traditional health insurance. If inflation has got you down, call up the people at MediShare, 844-34-BIBLE or MediShare.com slash wretched. Books of the Bible Amos was a shepherd called to prophesy during a time of prosperity in Israel and Judah. But this prosperity was accompanied by idolatry, extravagance, and corruption. When you consider the society you live in, Amos declares that God judges societies by His standard of righteousness. He hates all corruption and injustice. This is Wretched Radio with Todd Friel. It's Witness Wednesday. We are here at Georgia Tech. It's a, oh good, this dude is walking this way. Oh, I was watching you before. Young man, can I talk to you while you're walking that way? You know what I'm talking? You can talk while I'm walking, yeah. All right, dude, the haircut. What's up with the mohawk? Well, not the mohawk. Why? It's awesome. You think it's awesome? Yeah, it's awesome. You, you kind of got curly hair. I do got curly hair. That's why it's more awesome. Because I can uh, have to put gel in or anything. I just kind of can feather it, and it's good to go. So you, this is the do that you're styling with. I'm styling it for now, uh-huh. and I'm keeping it through uh, my fraternity's chartering day. Aha! So it's a frater- what's the fraternity? Uh, Sigma Pi. And what type of fraternity is it? It's a social fraternity. It's a what? Social. What does that mean? It's not like a honorary professional. It's just guys who have common interests, hang out together. Right. Is it is it a party fraternity? Um, not so much. We do have parties. It's not like that emphasis so much, but it's not like Animal House. It's not like Animal House at all. You know Animal House? I don't. Know. Who doesn't know Animal House? Well, I don't know what they're teaching the kids these days. Good I mean, for you. You understand history. Movie. I don't. I'm a film buff. I like. Okay, movies. that's different. Okay, yeah. so what are you studying here, at Georgia Tech? Uh, material science and engineering. Ah, uh, material science meaning. Uh, materials and how to like react when put in certain situations. Keep going. Help me out with that. I'm only a freshman. That's all right. Well, you must have a... What do you want to do with material science? Um, hopefully something with NASA, like helping develop uh, materials or going to like building the new uh, space shuttles and all that. Is that right? Who's Warner Brown Brown? Beats me. Dude. He's like one of the famous guys who really helped us get into outer space. Yeah. Okay. Why do you want to go there? What do you want to do there? Experiments. Mess around. I mean, zero gravity has got to be awesome. Beats Dude. regular gravity. So you want to go out there? Oh, yeah. Okay, dude, so here's what, here's what I'm noticing with NASA. You tell me if you think I'm right. The NASA program this day, these days seems determined to try to get out there to figure out how we evolved. Yeah. Have you noticed that? I had noticed that, and it's kind of weird. I mean, I can't just accept that we're, we're here. I'm not a person of evolution or creationism. I just feel like it's really a combination of the two. But NASA, being scientists, probably more hell-bent on figuring out that it is evolution. Mm-hmm. Than creationism. So you're kind of a creationist. I am, but as a loose creationism. Who do you think the creator is? God. Who do you think God is? I don't know. He's it's like an entity almost. It's I do believe there's a physical God out there. I mean, somewhere in the universe. Uh-huh. So I believe there is a, actually a physical God who can gather materials like ions and all that and send them to places, and with that, they can uh, form life forms. Uh-huh. So does this god of yours have a name? Are you a religious guy? Not particularly. But uh-huh. I just call him God. Just God? Yeah. So wh- where could I learn about this god? Is there a book? Are you a Christian, Bible, uh, Quran, any of that stuff? Um, combination. I also like to read religious doctrines. But you're not a Christian? No. How come? I don't know. Just 
my mom's Jewish, my dad's Christian. They never really forced religion upon me. Uh-huh. I just read the doctrines because I find the old stories interesting. Okay. So what is the what is the story of Christianity? What does that teach? Based it, on what you've researched. It's just, just be a good person, do good unto others, and good stuff will happen to you. Uh-huh. It's kind of like uh, karma almost, if you will. It is not. Yeah, I think so. I, I do believe if you I've do I've read good the stuff, Bible. It doesn't say that. Good, you, no, um, it's like an interpretation almost. Like, you do good stuff to other people, and they're going to want to return the favor, and then you're going to have good things coming your way, which is karma. Mm-mm. That's not what it teaches. Young man, I I'm beg sorry. to differ. Okay, I haven't read it that closely. Apparently, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Let me let me let me tell you what I think it's about. Okay, right. this is this is worse than a hazing potentially. Okay. Would you consider yourself to be a good person? Sometimes, sometimes. Right. I admit that sometimes I don't make the right decisions. All right. Have you ever told lies in your life? Yes. How many do you think? Too many to count. All right. A lot of them. I'm a compulsive liar. Really? Yeah. Are you lying to me now? Nope. About being a compulsive liar? I'm How would somebody lying. know? You know, think about that oh. for a second. Oh, believe me, it's interesting. Because when I tell people that, they're like, are you lying about that right now? I'm like, no. <laughs> I'm not the first. How many things have you stolen in your life? None. Don't lie to me. I'm not steal- I've never stolen a thing in my life. All right, let's try this one. Lusting. How, how's about that? Um, not really. Dude. I mean, we're at Georgia Tech. Where's, where's my chance to lust around here? I don't know. Have you is the question. Okay. No. Dude, I'm serious. You're a guy, right? Yes, I've been a very serious person. You have never had an impure thought. Now I know you're lying to me. An impure thought that I've had. Yeah, huh? Okay, and I want to ask about anything else further, like maybe pornography, looking at thirty pictures, any of that stuff. Okay, so what are we at? Two strikes right now? Yeah, toward being a not good person. Yeah. Okay, how's about honoring your parents? Did you always do everything you were told as a kid? Yes. Dude, cut it out. I am. I'm serious. They would they beat were, me. They were, what? They threatened to beat me before. And Why would they threaten nothing. to beat you? Because you were naughty. I wasn't naughty. I just... Didn't do what you were told. I was, be- I was bending the rules a little bit. <laughs> okay. So, you were like every other kid. Yeah. And you were, didn't do everything you were told, Johnny, on the spot, right? Of course not. All right. So, here's the question. Christianity. Remember, that's what we're talking yeah. about. Let's say you die. Uh-huh. God judges you. Every yeah. thought, every word, every deed. Mm-hmm. Innocent or guilty? Overall... Innocent, but I do make some guilty. There's some guilt in there. Okay, but it's not an overall kind of thing. It's not overall guilt. But if you break a law, then you are guilty, period. If you break a law, like, numerous times, you break a law once. You're guilty. Per se, you're guilty of that law, but I don't think overall, in the grand scheme of things, you're guilty. Like, for instance, if a guy rapes somebody, he's a rapist. He's a criminal. Yes. If you tell a lie, you're a liar. Yeah. Steal something, you're a thief. Mm -hmm. Lust, you're an adulterer at heart. Yeah. Okay, so you'd be guilty. All right. Okay, heaven or hell? What would God do with you? With me? Yeah. I don't know. It's a good thing to think about. I'd probably, I'd probably say heaven right now because I'm not that awful of a person. I mean, it's little things, but they add up. So it might be hell. I don't okay. know. But if the judge disagreed and he thought they were big things, yeah. you'd be in big trouble. Yeah. Because that's what matters. It doesn't matter what the criminal thinks. The question is, what does the judge think? Right. Right? Yep. So the Bible says all liars will have their part in a lake of fire. Mm-hmm. For lying, because yep. it's a big deal to God. Yep. All right. So, dude, it doesn't sound good for you. No, it doesn't. All right. We were talking about what Christianity is, right? You kind of yeah. said it's kind of a karma, do good, and it'll come back to you. Yeah. And I was saying, I don't think that's what it is. All right, before you go into your building, okay. real quick, uh, you've heard this somewhere along the line. Yeah. God should give you hell. 
What has he done so that you can have your sins forgiven? Because this is what Christianity yes. is about. Jesus died for the sins. It's about grace. That's what Christianity is yes. about. It's not doing good. We've done bad. We should get punished by God. Right. But he died to save us. Mm-hmm. And if we'll repent, do you know what that means? Yeah. What? It means feel bad about it. Be sorry. That's part of it, yeah. And turn from your sins. Yes. Okay? You don't become perfect, but you turn from your sins with a right. new attitude. And you put your trust in Jesus and in yes. him alone. All right. The Bible says you do that because he was punished on a cross on your behalf. Right. It's like your badness. You're the criminal. It got put on the innocent man. He got punished on your behalf, and all of his goodness can be credited to your account. Okay. So that you can be seen as perfect by God because of what Jesus did for you. Okay. That's what Christianity is about. All right. Not karma. That's kind of like Buddhism and Hinduism and stuff. And there's some rules that, you know, typically if you behave, life Mm -hmm. goes better. But that's not karma because God's in control of everything. Okay, so my question for you is, have you done that? Have you repented and put your trust in Jesus? Not in a little while, no. Ever? I have before. I haven't done it in a while. I haven't gone to church or anything like that in a good bit. But I used to. Have you ever, Jesus said that unless a man is born again, he will not see the kingdom of God. Okay. It's a radical thing when you realize, yes. yikes, I am not a good guy at all. Wow. If the books were open on my life, boo, yeah. it would be a bad day for me in court with God. And you humble yourself apologize and you turn from your sins and you put your trust in Jesus. It's a radical thing because you have to die to yourself and then he makes you born again. So it's really, it's like, I'm guessing, how old are you? 18. Have you ever been in a near really bad car accident? Not that I can remember. I was, I was like two years old when it happened. Yeah. But if, if you ever have been, you remember it because it's like, whoa, yeah. that was like a big deal. Same thing is true with getting saved by God. It's kind of a big deal when you die to yourself and he makes you alive and he changes your attitude and your heart and your desire. Yeah. And all of a sudden you start liking the things that you never used to like before, like other Christians reading the Bible and the sins that you used to love. Suddenly, I don't want those anymore because he died to save me. It's the nicest thing anybody's ever done for me. Uh, so I don't, dude, I don't know if you're like right with God or not, but something to ponder because yeah. 18, you're a young man and you're thinking these things through, I'm guessing. Yeah. Like, what am I what am I believing? Because you don't believe what your parents believe. Right. It doesn't make you that. You have to think it through yourself. So what you just heard is the gospel. Okay. I can't club you and make you one. Yeah. And I'm not going to chase you into your dorm here. Just think about it, okay? Okay, I will. Because, dude, I don't want you to go to hell. Neither do I. I would suck. In a very bad way. Yeah. And God doesn't want that either. The Bible says, For God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten Son, that whoever believes in him will not perish but have everlasting life. So the offer is open to you, repentance and faith. You got a Bible? No. You got one online, though. My roommate has a Bible, though. Rock on. Grab that bad boy. Open it up and read the Gospel of John. Okay. Can you remember that? Yeah. All right. Hey, All right. dude. I'm glad, I'm glad you had a Mohawk so we could yeah. chat. <laughs> All right, man. So how, are you going to get into your little fraternity deal? Is it going to yeah. happen? Yeah, it's already happened. But you live in yeah. a dorm. This isn't a frat. I'm a freshman. I'm not allowed to live in the house yet. We don't have one anyway, so... They're not... They don't let you live in the house yet until you're what year? We don't have a house. We're chartering. We're becoming an official fraternity. Ah, you're doing it yourselves. All right, yeah. man. All right, Father. Hey, thanks for the chat. Thanks, man. See you. Goodbye. <laughs> I'm looking at this kid, and who knows, maybe the sun was in his eyes, even though we're standing in the shade, but... They seem to be a little on the watery side. So that's witnessing. Sometimes you're going to get some crabby guys. Sometimes you're going to get some open guys. We're at Georgia Tech. It's Witness Wednesday, and until tomorrow, go serve your king.